Ladies and social people, speaking of socializing, quite a few of my coaching clients and maybe quite a few of you listening view hanging out with your friends sometimes as if it's like a waste of time or you have some guilt around it. You know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves when we have big goals to be really productive in every single moment. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we're not allowed to sit around and watch YouTube. We can't watch Netflix. We can't have any time to relax. And sometimes people take that to the extreme and tell themselves a story of how they, they shouldn't even really be hanging out with their friends because that's not as productive as going to the gym or talking to women or making some money or losing some weight or whatever it might be that you're working on. People will often extend that to family as well. And I've had some of my coaching clients ask questions that, you know, they're a little bit stressed out trying to figure out whether or not they want to go home to visit their family for holidays, for vacation, because they feel almost guilty. Like I would be wasting the time. I see some guys do the same thing when it comes to women. You know, they're working on their dating and sex life and they will be hanging out with a woman. Maybe they have sex with her and they're hanging out afterwards and they feel almost guilty if they hang out with her for too long. Like they've put this pressure on themselves that they have to have the sex, you know, lay there for 30 minutes and then immediately kick her out because got to get back to the grind. You know, I need to go to the gym. I need to do this. And yes, if you have those goals and you're ambitious and you want to achieve them, of course, fill your days with as much productivity as you possibly can, of course. But what I'm trying to get across here is that I see some of my coaching clients and maybe some of you listening that feel guilty if you spend any time just chilling and relaxing and having fun. I, I, I love to use this analogy or this way of thinking all the time. Why did you guys get into self-improvement in the first place? It was to be happy, right? You thought if you achieved a certain goal or if you improved yourself or if you had a mission or a plan or a purpose, it would bring you some level of satisfaction or happiness or peace or love or joy or something like that. You're doing it to be happy. Sometimes we get so caught up in our self-improvement projects and our goals and, you know, being productive all the time that we push ourselves to a point where we're not even happy anymore. We forget how to relax and just have a little bit of fun along the way. We forget that the entire reason we got into self-improvement was to have fun. The entire reason we were doing this was to be happy. We forget that. We lose sight of that. And so this podcast today is me trying to give you a little bit of permission to relax once in a while, to chill out, to take a day off once a week. Every single week for the last like five years, I've had at least one day off a week where I don't do anything, nothing productive. I just relax. I push that on every single one of my coaching clients. I tell them to have at least one day off a week where you just chill and relax. And it doesn't mean you can't do anything productive, but you're not grinding. You're not pushing yourself. You just take a, a day off to relax and smell the roses, so to speak. And so as it relates to friends, I see a lot of guys that put this pressure on themselves that they can't really hang out with their friends or they can't hang out with women or they can't, you know, just chill and hang out with their family because they think it's unproductive. It's not unproductive. It's the reason you were doing this in the first place. And yes, you might have big ambitious goals and you want to push yourself as much as possible. Yes, do that. 
but also don't forget to smell the roses once in a while, to relax and enjoy time with your friends. And if this is something that you still struggle with, here's my cheat code. Here's my little technique that I get guys who are really struggling to just let go and relax with their friends. I get them to do this. What you can do is you can tell yourself that socializing is improving. Socializing is productive. Socializing is a form of self-improvement. Every second you're with other human beings, you can use that as a chance to practice your communication. You can practice your verbal skills. You could hone your sense of humor. You can learn to be more entertaining. You can learn to appreciate and be present in the moment. Like right now, you can talk about deep topics with your friends or your family. You could talk about, you could ask about their life and get some empathy and understanding. You can practice your empathy and understanding. You can use social time in a very productive way. It's about the label that you put on it. A lot of you put the label on spending time with your friends. You put a label on it as like, this is wasted time. You label it as wasted time. Why don't you label it as a chance to improve yourself? Why don't you label it as it's productive? When I'm spending time relaxing with my friends, I'm practicing all of these skills. I'm improving my social life. I'm improving my empathy with other human beings. I'm learning how to be happy. I am practicing learning how to relax and smell the damn roses. That's productive as hell. That's probably the most productive thing you could do in that moment. And so it's about the labels that we put on it or the stories that we tell about it. And a lot of you tell stories, and I used to do the same thing. So a lot of us tell stories that hanging out with friends or hanging out with family is wasted. You tell a story of how it's wasted time or you can't afford to do this right now or you need to be busy in every single second of every single moment. That's just the story that you're telling. You could easily tell the story of how, hey, this is a great opportunity for me to improve my social skills, for me to improve my confidence, for me to improve my love for other human beings because you love your friends, you love your family. You know, you might have strong feelings for the women that you date and, and, and sleep with. Practice those skills. Practice engaging in that side of yourself, that empathetic social side of yourself. That's something that will carry benefits over to the rest of your self-improvement, whatever your other goals are. If you can learn to empathize or if you can practice empathy with your friends and your family and, you know, people that you date, that absolutely helps you with business. Holy crap. It definitely helps you with dating. It absolutely helps you with friends. It helps you with money. It helps you with everything. It really, really, really does. And like I said, it it's the reason that we all got into self-improvement in the first place is because you want to be happy. It's what you're working towards. I say this all the time, and it's kind of a paraphrasing from something that Byron Katie has said. The reason you got into this was happiness. Don't delay your happiness. Like you're trying to, you're thinking that you have to achieve a certain goal in order to be happy. I say skip the middleman and just be happy now while you work on that goal. I think that's something a lot of people forget. You tell yourself a story of how when I get X amount of money, I'll be happy. And I do the same thing. I do the same thing. It's very tempting as a human to say, I'll be happy once I get this much money. I'll be happy once I have this much sex. I'll be happy once women love me. I'll be happy once guys love me. I'll be happy as soon as I have my own family and kids. No, what you will do this is a very, very, very common human phenomena, is you will do something called moving the goalposts. As soon as you reach that goal, you will go, hmm, I'm not happy yet. Why am I not happy? Okay, it must be because I haven't achieved this next goal. 
And then you'll start working on that. You'll get there. You'll achieve that goal. And then you go, God damn it. I'm still not happy. What the fuck? Like something's missing. Maybe it's this next goal. And you'll just keep chasing goals like a dog chasing its tail because you never stopped to actually enjoy the process of self-improvement. This process of achieving your goals is what brings you the happiness. It's not the actual achieving of the goals. Yes, achieving the goals feels fucking fantastic. Of course it does. But you are going to be doing self-improvement for the rest of your life. It's a lifelong endeavor. You've taken the red pill, so to speak. You've taken the self-improvement pill. You can't unplug, you, you can't plug yourself back into the matrix of complacency and laziness and not achieving goals. You're going to be achieving goals for the rest of your life. Even if you settle down and have a family, you will have a drive inside you that wants to be the best father or mother that you can possibly be. You want to raise your kids as, as well as you possibly can. You will have a drive for the rest of your life to achieve things, to push yourself, to dream big and, and to go for it. That isn't something that you can turn off. And so if you're going to be spending your entire life working on goals, God damn it, I don't know about you guys and girls, but I want to be enjoying that process. If that's how my life is going to be until the day I die, I want to be bloody well enjoying that. I want to be happy while I do that. And I don't want to tell myself stories of, I will be happy when I reach this goal, or I'm only allowed to be happy if I achieve X, Y, and Z. No, fuck that. I want to be happy while I work on X, Y, and Z. So to bring it back to the original conversation, social stuff and hanging out with friends and time spent with family, that can be so incredibly not just rewarding because it feels nice, obviously, if you can relax into it and stop telling yourself that this is wasted time, if you can just chill the fuck out and enjoy a couple of hours with your friends and family. And by the way, you can spend less time with your friends and family than you used to. That's an answer here too. Like you don't have to spend weeks with your family or friends. You can say, hey, look, I'm super busy. I have a lot of projects I'm working on. I'll spend a day with you or I'll spend a couple of hours with you. You can do that too. But whatever amount of time you spend with them, relax into it and just be present with them and actually enjoy it. Like enjoy the company of other people. Use it as a chance, like I said, to improve yourself. There's so many skills that you can build just hanging out with someone. I've, I've seen it said a lot by men's self-improvement, like gurus and people, where they will say time spent with a woman is wasted time. Or if you spend too much time with women, they will make you less productive. You know, like an alpha male or a sigma male doesn't spend too much time with women because he knows that women are a drain on his resources and his energy. There's that kind of thinking. What a fucking story that is. I've spent every, I won't say every day, I've spent as many days as I possibly could. The vast majority of my days over the last five years of this relationship with my lovely girlfriend, Imogen, I have spent that time using this relationship as a really good excuse to build myself and to help her build herself and to build the relationship. We've spent every single day saying, okay, we're in a relationship. Let's use this as a self-improvement project. I can practice my empathy while I'm with you. When you're in a relationship, there are times where you kind of drive each other a little crazy and you don't like each other. Okay. How can we practice? How can we build, how can we work on that and get to a point where we don't drive each other crazy? Like how can we get better at being patient? How can we get better at being understanding? Why am I getting frustrated with you? If I'm frustrated with you, that's not because of you. That's my fucking problem. If I have a problem with you, that's on me to fucking fix that. There's something wrong in my headspace. I need to go in there and clean something up. I need to practice my stoicism. You know, being with a woman, 
and any women listening, the same applies to you if you're with a guy. Being with a partner is absolutely a beautiful chance to practice your stoicism because the other person will hold up a giant mirror to you. They really will. And they'll say, look, here's all the stuff that you're not stoic about. Here's all the stuff that frustrates you. I'm not even going to intend to do it, but I am going to annoy you sometimes. The stuff that you're not peaceful about in your head, I'm going to trigger you on that stuff. I won't mean to, but that's just kind of what a relationship is. That's what spending enough time with someone does. They trigger you. And so I've used every single day and I encourage all of you who are in a relationship or getting into a relationship and I, I, I counsel or I coach, I've coached a couple or a couple of couples at this point on this exact topic, right? Spend every day in your relationship building. Use it as a beautiful chance for self-improvement. God damn it, it is. There's skills that you can practice in a relationship that you can't practice outside a relationship. Skills that will aid you in the rest of your life. You know, communication, understanding, empathy, really getting to see the deep, dark parts of someone's soul and learning how to love them for that. Unconditional love, like patience, empathy, openness and vulnerability. Like you can be... And you can be vulnerable and open with everyone. You can be vulnerable and open with friends, family, you know, colleagues, of course. But it feels different somehow. It feels a little more vulnerable being vulnerable with a person that you're sexually and romantically and physically intimate with. It's a really good opportunity to practice that, to practice communication skills, to learn how to get through arguments and disagreements, to learn how to solve problems together. That's all a disagreement is. It's like, okay, we have this problem. How do we solve it together? How do we solve it as best we can? Like, what solution do we look for? Every problem has a solution. How do we brainstorm solutions and figure out what to do here? Relationships are a beautiful, like, playground or sandpit, a sandbox opportunity for you to, like, practice a lot of these skills that you're not going to learn anywhere else. And so when I hear someone say, you know, in men's self-improvement, when they say women just drain your time and they're just a waste of time and you shouldn't spend too much time with them. Yes, I I agree with the sentiment. Don't spend 100% of time with your partner. Yes, have your own independence. I talk about that all the goddamn time. I've got videos on that on my YouTube channel. But being in a relationship with someone can be a beautiful opportunity for you to grow. I think, especially in mainstream, there's this idea that in a relationship, you settle into complacency. You become lazy, you gain a bit of weight, you know, you stop looking after yourself. You kind of let yourself go a little bit, right? Because you've got a partner that cares about you. You don't need to try as hard. Nah, fuck that. From the moment Imogen and I decided to get serious, which was about maybe a year into dating casually, from that moment onwards, so for about the last four years, we've spent all that time saying, yo, every single month, every single year, we want to be better than we were like a year ago. Like, we want to be able to look back and say, damn, look at the progress we've made. Like, we've made that our goddamn mission. And so, again, a relationship can be a really beautiful sandbox opportunity for you to improve yourself, for you to help the other person grow, and for you to both grow the relationship together. Like, you want to be stronger every single week or month or year. You want your partner to be, and you want the relationship to be. And you won't always be perfect. Of course, you have ups and downs. Imogen and I have had plenty of down moments. 2020 and 2021 were pretty fucking rough for us with all the lockdowns and the laws in Australia and stuff. That was a very rough time for us. I was suicidal. It was a very rough time. But you will have ups and downs. But for the most part, you will look back every year and say, okay, we're ahead of where we were a year ago. So 
time spent socializing, time spent with a partner, time spent at work. God, that's another one that a lot of people see as wasted time. So many people, especially those of you who want to become an entrepreneur, or maybe you want to follow in my footsteps and do some content creation, or maybe you want to become a YouTuber, maybe you want to coach people. A lot of you look at your time spent at work, like maybe you're working a part-time or a full-time job while you build up your income, like while you build up your content or whatever. A lot of you will look at the time you're spending at work and say, it's a waste of time. I'm wasting so much time. Oh my God, what a waste. No, fuck that. That's just your mindset. Your mindset is calling it a waste. That's the real waste here. That's the real travesty. If you define your work as an opportunity, then you can grow in the workplace, even in the most stinking dead-end job, so to speak. You can use that as a chance to socialize with other people. You can use that as a chance to take initiative and really work your ass off and do things before they're asked of you, do extra tasks that nobody asked you to do, show a bunch of initiative and get a fucking promotion. You can socialize with the bosses and ask them about how they got promoted and how you could too and how long they've worked there and what they've learned on the job. You could learn from them. You could say, hey, you're older than me because most people who are above you in a company will be older or often they're older. You can say, can you teach me about life? You're surrounded by a bunch of other human beings at pretty much every job. Use that as an opportunity to learn, to practice your social skills, to practice your empathy. Ask every single person in your workplace. If you really think your job is a waste, ask every single person in your workplace, yo, hey, what are your three biggest life philosophies? Like what what rules for life do you have? I'm trying to learn from everybody and I just, I, I want to learn as much as I can about other human beings. What What philosophies or what rules in life have really just served you well? What have you learned about life? What mistakes have you made? You could ask that as another question what are three mistakes you've made in life and how did you fix them? Or how did you move past them? How did you be okay with them? Is there anything in life you regret? You can ask these deep fucking questions of the people that you work with and God damn it, that would be so unbelievably productive. Not to mention that will help you grow closer to those people. Maybe you'll even be friends with some of them. So no matter where you are in life, no matter where you are in that moment, I mean, Everything can be productive, but it's up to you guys and girls to make it productive. And again, a lot of you are just giving up. You're like, oh, I'm at work. It's a waste of time. It's like you fucking gave up. You didn't even try and make it worthwhile. I've worked entry level jobs at every single place I have ever, like every job I've ever had in my entire life has been entry level. And I've said this in podcasts before, all of them except for two of them. I got promoted within like three to six months of working there. Why? Because I did everything I'm telling you here. I decided, look, I'm in this entry-level job. I'm not going to stay in this fucking entry-level job. I want to get promoted. I want to use this as an opportunity to grow, to learn, to to be more, to do more, to contribute more, to make more money for this company because that makes more money for me. We're all on the same damn team. How many of you go to a job and you treat your bosses and the corporation or the job as like the enemy? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? If you make more money for the company, the vast majority of companies will reward you in some way. You, You grow together. You know, I've worked absolutely lower level jobs. When I was like 16, I worked as a trolley collector at a supermarket. I was walking around outside collecting fucking trolleys. That was my job. Within like three weeks, I got promoted and they're like, hey, you're doing such a killer job with all these trolleys. 
you're like literally getting the trolleys five times faster than anybody else. And the car park looks absolutely pristine. You're picking up all the rubbish, all the trash, which we never asked you to do. You're like raking fucking leaves and shit. You're doing stuff that we didn't even fucking ask you to do. And then you're coming back into the supermarket every half hour and saying, yo, hey, like I've done all the trolleys. Is there some other job you want me to do? Can I help? Like I'm free. My time is now available to you. How can we make this company even better? Even though I'm the lowest level employee, I'm the one who's normally fucking invisible. I'm the equivalent of a janitor. I'm probably lower than a janitor. At least the janitor gets seen by people. When you're out in the car park, nobody fucking sees you. I would greet the customers and be nice to them. I got promoted within like three fucking weeks. They're like, yo, hey, you're working in the fucking store now, son. Like you're doing a good fucking job. A couple weeks after that, I'm crushing it in the fucking store. And they're like, hey, do you know what? Like, our manager of this was called the perishables department, the manager of like the dairy and the frozen fruit food and the cold areas in a supermarket. Our manager's leaving. Like, do you want to have a go at running it? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm ready. I was like so fucking young too. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I was like, I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. I did the best fucking job I could. I, I, I've gotten promoted, like I said, every job except for two. How? Because I decided that I wanted to be. I decided to use it as an excuse or use the job as an excuse to learn, to grow, to be more, to give more, to develop my skills. I was really giving to myself. I was like, I like the person that I am. I can look in the mirror and smile if I know that I gave it my all today. If I put in effort today and I wasn't always perfect. It's not like every day you give your all, but like on the whole, I want to be making progress at this job. I, do, I, I think I had it in my head and I've always had this in my head. I don't want to be the person that just works like crappy jobs and goes to work, does the job, gets paid, goes home. I never wanted to be that. If I'm stuck at work, this has always been my mindset. If I'm stuck at work, right, I'm stuck there for like eight or nine hours a day. If I'm going to be stuck here, fucking hell, I want to grow while I'm here. This has to mean something. I don't want to just show up to this job and it's like, I'm just wasting my fucking time. Like I'm losing the time. I've just lost nine hours, five times a week, you know, 48 weeks or 50 weeks of the year. No, fuck that. I don't want to waste all that time. That's over your lifetime. That's like years worth of time that you've wasted, maybe decades worth of time that you've wasted. No, if I'm going to be stuck at work, I'm going to grow. I'm going to learn. I'm going to empathize with other people. I'm going to evolve. I'm going to get promoted. You're going to teach me something. This has to mean something. This time I spend here has to mean something. And so you can do the same thing, like I said, with socializing. You can say, all right, if I'm stuck, so to speak, with my family for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it is, if I'm stuck with them for a couple of days or a week, I'm going to fucking make the most of that time. I'm going to ask about their childhood. I'm going to ask them, yo, what are your top three philosophies in life? Yo, mum and dad, can you please tell me the 10 biggest challenges you faced raising me and how you overcame them? Can you tell me about the biggest things that you were, were challenged with when you were my age and how did you overcome them? Yo, here's some problems that I'm currently dealing with. Can you guys both give me like five possible solutions each? You could use the time with your family to grow so much closer, to, to learn, to grow, to evolve yourself instead of calling it time that's wasted. The same with your friends. If you literally have friends that you just meet up with and you literally just smoke weed and play fucking Call of Duty, in your head you you might feel guilty about that and say, man, this is a waste of time. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be spending more time on self-improvement. No, it's your mindset that's a waste. 
Why don't you spend the time while you're smoking weed and playing Call of Duty with your friends, asking them deep fucking questions? Ask them like, yo, what do you guys want from life? What are your hopes and dreams? Yo, hey, here's the problems that I'm struggling with right now. Can you give me some solutions? Yo, what are your three philosophies in life that have really helped you? Yo, what's like the biggest struggle that you've ever gone through, man? Like, yo, hey, here's a struggle that I'm going through. What do you think I could do to fix it? Use that time to be productive. It doesn't have to be a waste of fucking time. It's only a waste of time if you decide or call it a waste of time. Speaking of not wasting time, don't waste any time. Sign up for my goddamn coaching. You've been sitting there for a long time wanting to sign up, giving yourself all these excuses, all these limiting beliefs. I can't do it right now. It's not the right time. I don't have the money. I'm not sure if I can really go all in. I don't know if this is the time when I want to prioritize making money or prioritize my sex life or whatever it is that you want to work on. You're going to just keep making those fucking excuses forever and ever and ever. Get on the fast track, jump into the coaching program with myself and Cam and the other guys in the group. We will push you like fucking crazy. The whole point of the coaching is that you make like two or three years worth of progress in like three months. Every single person that signed up for my coaching has said, holy shit, dude, this changed my life. Look how many people come on my podcast and do testimonials and stuff and are happy to even show their face and put themselves out there because of how much of an impact the coaching program had on them. Don't sit there and make excuses. I will leave a link in the description or the show notes to the coaching program. We would love to have you. And I've said this in a couple of podcasts and articles recently. I'm not going to be offering coaching forever. I'm really not. I plan on phasing myself out of it and having Cam run the coaching program. And I won't offer coaching. I don't want to offer coaching for the rest of my life. It's not what I want to be doing. I want to be doing content. I want to be writing books. I want to be helping people on a bigger scale. And coaching just takes a lot of time out of me. So this is basically your fucking one chance. I can't say when I'm going to stop doing coaching, but it's going to be very soon. I would like to not be doing coaching by the end of this year which means if you want to sign up for coaching, you better bloody well hurry up and sign up right now. I'm also going to be putting the price of the coaching program up again. It always goes up, of course, as we give more value, as more people are interested, as we have less time to work on it, as I'm paying Cam now to be a coach in the program and stuff like that. The coaching price is going to go up. I would sign up right now. I have payment plans. I've said this a million times. I will do whatever it takes to, to work with you. I am happy to negotiate how you pay the for the coaching. You know, I've had guys that sign up and have literally no fucking money and they go, I'm just going to take out a goddamn bank loan. I'm going to take out a $7,000 bank loan and sign up for your coaching because I need this. And some of the guys have signed up and I've helped them start a business. So then you're actually paying for the coaching with the coaching. It's basically an investment at that point. This is literally an investment. It's like a stock that you're buying that will go up. And the best thing you could ever invest in is yourself. Link in the description. We would love to have you as part of the program. Absolutely going to push you, make you reach those amazing heights. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to go out there and I would like you to crush those goals and have fun while you're doing it. Don't forget to stop and smell the roses. The reason you're doing this is to be happy, so be happy while you're working on your goals.